Alright, it's Daily Commute, September the 14th. Um, this is my driving home edition, commuting back home, but uh, I had a couple thoughts that I wanted to share and uh, document. And the first one is about perception. So this one is tech plus uh, kind of psychology and thought, and it's about how at the iPhone event, the Apple event this week, on Tuesday, uh, there was the proclaimed failure of Face ID to unlock Craig Federici's face using using his face to unlock the phone. And he had to switch phones, and it worked perfectly, but everyone's slamming Apple for a failure on their end on Face ID. It was the great unveiling, and it didn't work, and all this kind of stuff, and all I had to put your passcode in. Um, and so there's like, I mean, there were just like... I don't know, dozens of videos I saw on YouTube. There's probably hundreds now of slamming Apple. And, uh, you know, if you don't like Apple, it's just like, ha see, there you go. And uh, But the truth is, here's what actually happened, or at least what I understand to have happened from <clears throat> Apple sharing some information and from what actually showed up on the screen, and that is that Face ID worked exactly the way it was supposed to. So uh, other people had been holding that phone. Uh, Phil Schiller had, maybe even Tim had, not sure. Several of the, pr the presenters had a phone in their hand, and they handed it to Craig, who then put his face up to it to unlock it, and it didn't do it. But that's because Face ID had been recognizing other people's faces that were not Craig Federici's. And so uh, it actually worked, because what it should have done is said, hey, you should put your passcode in, because that's safety, right? Like, the passcode is your, is your firewall. It's the thing that's going to... Uh, you know, it's your second authentication. So, Face ID had been set up for Craig. It didn't work because it wasn't Craig. And by the time he got it, it had been through enough faces uh, that it didn't feel like it was safe. So, it wanted him to put the passcode in. Which is why when he picked up the iPhone right off the table that no one else had looked at, uh, it opened automatically. So, what seemed like a blunder was actually confirmation in the security of the product. So... It's kind of like the thing that happened a couple weeks ago during Hurricane Harvey with uh, Joel Olstein's church, Lakewood, in Houston, Texas, where people were slamming them for not being open when they could have gone in there, but no one really knew the whole story, and the whole story comes out, but nobody wants to talk about it anymore because no one reads the, uh, you know, the, the update. No one reads the redaction that's needed on the newspaper. They just read the headlines. So... Uh, you know, Lakewood Church is horrible, Joelstein doesn't care about anyone, like, but you already thought that, like, it's confirmation bias, right, it's, it's the way that we take in news, Apple, blunder, like, actually, it, it's, it's really showing how safe and secure their software is, but if you want to hate on something, if you want to show your disdain for something, it's not that hard, in fact, it's easy, uh, finding out what actually happened, asking the next question is the hard thing. And I think we're all guilty of that. I'm not trying to put myself on some platform and say that I don't do that. I do that all the time. Uh, we have a gut reaction. Uh, we react to that. Or we hear something that fits with our sort of ideology and we go with it. So we're like, yeah, that must be true because I already think that. Uh, my informed or probably uninformed thoughts really fit that. So I'm going to go with it because that sounds good to me. And, you know, that is, is 
fine, it's human nature, but also it doesn't help us get to the truth any better. It doesn't help us get to the bottom of what's going on. It just um, continues this sort of cycle of uh, newsiness, you know? It's not really news, it's just what I want to hear. Um, Derek Webb has this great song. Uh, it's called A New Law. It's very old, like 10, 10 plus, maybe 10 years old. And it says, don't don't teach me about politics and government. Just tell me who to vote for. Um, and that's that's kind of where the world that we live in. And it's kind of prophetic for him to say that 10 years ago. Because that's uh, it's maybe even more than that. Um, anyways, yeah, don't, don't, don't teach us anything. Don't learn about what's true. Just, just tell me who to vote for. Just tell me what to do. Just tell me that Apple's bad. Tell me that Apple just wants to steal my money and give me some, un, you know, inferior quality products. Because truth doesn't matter, right? So, here's, here's what I'm trying to say in, in this sort of thing that's turned into a rant, apparently. Um, we have the capability to so quickly decide things because of the speed of our technology that it is making us uh, unintelligent. We have so much speed, so much power, it's making us unintelligent because we are not thinking critically. We are just beep boop, beep boop, beep boop, done. Oh, Apple's bad. Oh, this is bad. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is bad. Clickbait, fake news. Get likes, get subscribers, pay someone in Thailand, you know, to get you 5,000 Instagram followers, like, fast, fast, fast. And, man, I'm, I am super guilty of that, too. Like, misspelled words in posts. Uh, yeah, just like all kinds of stuff. Like, we just mess up all the time. Um, because we go too fast. And that is, you know, something that you can go back and edit in a, in a Word document or a Facebook post, but um, it's hard to go back and change how you feel about things when you have sort of already landed. Like, everyone has already read the headline, Apple screws up Face ID. Well, it's probably terrible. But the truth is, it's probably great. It's probably revolutionary. And now they're going to have an uphill battle to convince people that it's good because it actually worked. And it was, and it also showed that Apple did a real demo. They didn't just do like a pretend like, and now we're going to unlock, except we're just going to press this keyboard shortcut behind the stage. Like, they really did it. They did a live demo on stage, and they usually do. Uh, but that's not, that's not the story that's out there. The story is Face ID's a failure. Failure before it even launches on a phone. Except the part where it's great and it works right, correctly. So, you know, maybe we just all need to slow down a little bit. Um, we drive too fast, read too fast, do too many things, we pretend that we can multitask, and uh, maybe we should just slow down. Yeah, I'm talking to myself about slowing down in life. It's not, I'm not ranting against anyone else. It's this is kind of hitting home, you know? So, my daughter is getting ready to have her third birthday tomorrow. And that is crazy. Because now I have a four-year-old and a three-year-old. Yes, they are 13 months apart. Yes, we are crazy. Yes, we know how that happened. Not on purpose in that way. Um, so, 
my daughter's going to be three, and I've been working on this project. Um, when Lionel, my son, turned one, I made him this recap video. It was like two minutes long. I took all these clips and photos and things from the first year of his life and made him a video. And I cried a lot. My wife cried a lot. People who watched it cried a lot. And uh, I've not been doing that for the last three years. Um, well, because I don't know why. Because it took a long time and because, I don't know, there are other things going on and I was lazy. But this year, I thought, you know what? Emmy Lou is celebrating her third birthday. Um, they, Lionel has had a sister for three years. And I need to put something together to celebrate the first three years of their life. So instead of trying to go back and do a video for each one of them for each year, because that would have been like five videos, six videos, uh, I just decided, you know what? I'm going to make one first three years of life montage. Uh, because... Emmy has not known a life outside of having a brother, and um, Lionel doesn't remember being an only child. So all that they have ever had is each other, and uh, so I wanted to celebrate that and capture it. So this video starts at Lionel's first birthday, which is where the other video ended. So we're just picking right back up, and I have been working on it the last few days, and just sitting and just weeping, watching my children. Now why am I weeping? Because they have grown so much, and I, on one hand, know that. Because I see them every day. They're growing of their clothes. we got to buy them new clothes. They're going to preschool. Like, I know that they're growing. But when I hear their voices on those videos, when I see how tiny and tiny and tiny they were, how tiny our dogs were a few years ago, it just, oh, it's overwhelming. Where has time gone? And I don't, as I'm editing these videos, I don't think I could have gone faster with my life. I think I could have slowed down and enjoyed this more. I could have taken more videos and gotten more footage to remember. Because I don't remember all this and I wish that I did. I wish I'd savored it even more than I did. I didn't think for one second I could have done so much more. I just wish that I had more time with them and had documented more of their life to remember it. So before you go and bash the next thing this next week, because everyone will be over Face ID tomorrow, um, and something else will come up that we can just, you know, make fun of or we'll confirm what we think about something or someone already. And so before you do that and make rash judgments and before you wish your life away, Let's all just pause and slow down and savor what we do have. The life that we have been given. The chance that we have to make a difference. To be with the ones that we love. To do the things that we want to do. I'm going to go home tonight and, and like put my phone on airplane mode. I'm just not. I'm just tired of the stuff. It's not rewarding. The likes, the tweets. It's not going to bring you happiness. It feels good in the moment. But it is not lasting. And so I'm going to go and celebrate my daughter. And celebrate life and fun. And uh, cry some more tonight as I edit this video. And 
yeah, you know, I'm going to cry so much. I probably, I don't even know if I'll share it with the world. Because uh, it's just it's just so much crying. There's going to be a lot of crying. Uh, if you don't even know my kids and you watched it, you'd probably cry too. It's beautiful. Life is beautiful. Um, the innocence of children is amazing. And I hope that they never lose that wonder and that joy. Um, to hear my son being excited to go to Target because they have cookies. And to see the ocean for the first time and to try to say the word octopus and it's just it's little things in life and little moments to remember that make the difference so um yeah that was the most random circular thing i've ever done but uh we made somehow we made it from iphone launch to uh cherishing your children in your life but uh the thread between all that is uh, let's not act so fast. Let's not be so rash. Let's just give it a minute. Give it time to process. Enjoy life. Try something new. Do, do something. Do something you've always wanted to do. Enjoy this life that we have. Because it's all that we got. So I'm going to go home and I'm going to enjoy my life and maybe you'll like this <laughs> recording and I won't know because I'm not checking it, but I hope you do. And uh, if you like it, you can subscribe. That would be great. It would make me feel good if you did. If you subscribe to listen to this, I would feel good about myself for a second, but uh, I'm not going to let that determine my happiness in life and my joy. So I hope you have a great commute or however you listen to this audio recording. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you next week on Daily Commute.